0: What's up, fight fans? Welcome to the Fight Stack. I'm Jim Grease, G-R-I-E-S, at Grease underscore, at Grease on social media. Let's connect in a digital world more than just right here. But let me tell you what, man, I am here with your full fight previews and odds breakdowns. Every main card fight, every UFC fight card this week, it's UFC 287 in the MIAO. Alex Pajera, Israel Adesanya, Gilbert Burns, Jorge Masvidal. Rob Font, Adrian Yanez, and these two fights right here. So many bangers on this card. We're gonna combine two fights into one report right here for you on the stack so we can get you more fights this week with so many of them where you might want to get some action on the action. Right now, we're taking a look at the welterweight main card fight between Kevin Holland and Santiago Ponzanibio, as well as the bantamweight bout between the youngest UFC fighter in history, the phenom Raul Rosas Jr. and Christian Rodriguez. UFC 287, I'm Grease, it's the stack. Let's roll. We start with a welterweight banger man, the trailblazer, Kevin Holland, 23-9, 12 wins by knockout, 7 by submission, 11 first-round finishes for Kevin Holland, taking on Santiago Ponzinibbio. More on him in a minute, but first, Kevin Holland, born in Riverside, California, United States. He's a kung fu fighter, 30 years old, 6'3", 81-inch reach, 40-inch leg reach. He made his octagon debut on August 4th. 2018. He's been a pro since 2015. 4 0 as an amateur before that. 13 wins by KO6 by submission. Has won seven of his last 12, seven and four, with one no contest. He's tied for the most UFC wins in a calendar year with five in 2020. Who could forget that year? 11 first round finishes. Made his UFC debut in a three round unanimous decision loss to Tiago Santos at UFC 227. On August 4th, 2018 in L.A., remember that was Cejudo Mighty Mouse 2, Dillashaw Garbrandt 2. But how about his 2020 run? That's what everybody remembers Holland from. Anthony Hernandez, Joaquin Buckley, Darren Stewart, Charlie Otiveros, and Jacare Souza. He won five fights in 2020. A lot of people's fighter of the year. Kevin Holland taking on Santiago Ponzinibbio at UFC 287 in Miami this weekend. The Argentine Dagger, Santiago Ponzinibbio, 30-6. 16 wins by KO, 6 by submission. 14 first-round finishes for Ponzinibbio. How about this dude? Born in Argentina, he's 36 years of old. Trains at American top team in Coconut Creek, Florida. He's a striker. He's 6 feet tall with a 73-inch reach and a a 40-and-a-half-inch leg reach. He is a member of Team Nogueira on Tough Brazil 2. Broke his forearm on the semifinal bout. You can never forget that one. Was unable to compete in the finals, but he's been a pro since 2008. 16 wins by KO, 6 by submission. Has won 11 of his last 15. His lone pre-UFC loss came against Leonardo Mafra, who also fought in the UFC. That was in 2011. He's got 14 first-round finishes. His first fight in the octagon, a three-round unanimous decision loss to Ryan LaFlare at UFC Fight Night in November of 2013 but he has beaten sean strickland among other really big names in the sport like court mcgee has a win over him Gunnar nelson has a win over him mike perry has a win over him a knockout win over neil magni as well coming off a knockout win over alex morono after back-to-back losses against jeff neal and michelle Pereira, but he knocked out alex morono in the third round his last time out Santiago Ponzinibbio taking on Kevin Holland at UFC 287 here on the fight stack going through it. Let's take a look at the odds breakdown for this fight. Again, Holland is a minus 275 favorite. Santiago Ponzinibbio is at plus 225. And when you're looking for some numbers on these two guys, 12 wins by knockout, 7 by submission, 11 first round finishes. For Kevin Holland, we'll get to Ponzinibbios in just a minute. But Holland striking accuracy, 55%. Takedown accuracy, 41%. Significant strikes landed per minute, 4.06. Absorbed, 2.96. Takedown average per 15 minutes, 0.89. Submission average, 0.52. Significant strike defense, 52%. Takedown defense, 51%. 0.30. Knockdown average. Average fight time, 11 minutes, 11 seconds. 11-11 for Kevin Holland. So whatever the over-under is, like, look... Two rounds is 10 minutes. If it's two and a half over or under, and his average fight time is 11-11, you're welcome. Again, 12 knockout TKO wins. Four by decision, seven by decision. He loves to hit the body. 19% of his strikes go there, as well as the legs at 24%. He's not just a head hunter, Kevin Holland, but he's going against a very tough dude. And Santiago Ponzanibio, who's been in this sport for a long time, been there, done that. Again, 16 wins by KO, 6 by submission, 14. First round finishes, his striking accuracy at 42%, takedown accuracy 30%. Significant strikes landed per minute, 5.02. Absorbed, 4.65. Takedown average per 15 minutes, 0.52. No submission average per 15 minutes. His significant strike defense, 61%. Takedown defense, 61%. Knockdown average, 086 average fight time 10 minutes 52 seconds which again with holland being at 11 11 tells you take the under two and a half minutes if you can here in this fight because this is where the value will be so looking at that Right now, I can just tell you, again, the odds are what they are, and I let you know what they are. The money line, Holland, a pretty decent-sized favorite over Ponzinibbio, who you get a little bit of chalk on. For the total rounds, under 2.5 for Holland to win, minus 115 for Ponzinibbio to win, also minus 115. Odds to win by KO, plus 190 for Holland, plus 450 for Santiago Ponzinibbio. Odds to win by submission, plus 700 for Holland, plus 1500 for Ponzinibbio by decision, plus 165 for Holland, and plus 600 for Ponzinibbio this fight look at it I mean Holland's 30 years old he's an entertainer he's a polished striker he can demolish opponents with elbows with straight punches I mean Steven Thompson at UFC Orlando was a banger closely contested though Holland eventually retired after round four Due to that broken hand, Holland and Ponzinibbio are very different, though. American Holland will have an 8-inch reach advantage quicker than the stocky Argentinian fighter who relies more on power. He's a showman. He's going to try to kick Ponzinibbio. He's going to go for a finish here. Volume will be his friend. Meanwhile, Ponzinibbio, who looked good at UFC 282, looked more explosive than in previous fights, popped Alex Morono with that overhand right, that deadly shot. To score the knockout. Still problems in his game though. Holland's got the length. He's got the quickness. He's got the striking advantage. Ponzinibbio bobs and weaves his shoulders and wings his hooks. He's strong. Not super efficient. I do have some cardio concerns with him as well. Holland will have windows to land a bomb with a hook or a kick. And he might find them on April 8th. Unless Ponzinibbio can dance around Holland's onslaught all night long. Get in tight on the clinch. Push him around a little bit. Land some shots in tight. I do not see that happening though eight of Ponzinibbio's 16 fights have ended inside the distance I think it's a good bet here Holland by TKO inside the distance all three of them again we'll have more on the prop bets later on in the week in our end of week update but that's how I see this fight Holland and Ponzinibbio at UFC 287 on the main card right here on the fight stack Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh O'Reilly Auto Parts. Keep it moving on your fight stack, I'm Jim Grease, G-R-I-E-S, at Grease underscore, at CagesideGrease on social media. Full fight preview and odds breakdown for every main card fight on every UFC Fight Card. It's UFC 287, Pajera Adesanya, Burns Masvidal. And we have got an incredible fight to start off the main card at Bantamweight. They're unranked, but who knows how much longer that will be the case for Raul Rosas Jr. taking on Christian Rodriguez and Rosas, the big favorite, of course, the Phenom from Mexico made his debut last year. He won on Dana White's Contender Series as a 17-year-old, and now he is on his second main card as a UFC fighter, opening it up against Rodriguez at Bantamweight. Raul Rosas Jr., El Nino Problema. You can say that again. He's 7-0 with one win by knockout, four by submission, five first-round finishes for Raul Rosas Jr., including his UFC debut and his first time out against Jay Perrin, got a submission in round number 1 at just 2 minutes and 44 seconds and of course that was by face crank in Raul Rosas Jr. a freestyle fighter 18 years of age he is 5 feet 9 inches tall with a 67 inch reach and a 40 inch leg reach made his octagon debut on December 10th of 2022 Against Jay Perrin, been a pro since November of 2021. Has a win by knockout, five by submission, three naked chokes, and two arm bars. Five first-round finishes, 6-0 and 0 amateur record. He's the youngest fighter on the UFC roster. He won a three-round decision, unanimous decision, over Mando Gutierrez in September of 2022 as a 17-year-old. To make it into the UFC, then on December 10th of 2022 at UFC 282, he submitted Jay Perrin by face crank at 244 of the first round Raul Rosas Jr taking on Christian Rodriguez 8 and 1 with three wins by knockout, four by submission in the bantamweight division. He's the chosen opponent for Raul Rosas Jr and he is a guy who's born in Chicago, trains at Rufus Sport in Wisconsin, a freestyle fighter at 5 feet 7 inches tall, 25 years old with a 71 and a half inch reach. reach and a leg reach of 36 and a half inches, made his Octagon debut in February of 2022, he's been a pro since 2019, three wins by KO, four by submission, two and one with two first round submissions since his Dana White Contender Series bout, five first round finishes, he won on the Contender Series on season five in October of 2021, a three round unanimous decision over Reyes Cortez, Jr. Cortez, a guy who I know pretty well out of Arizona, so Rodriguez is a tough dude, no doubt about it. UFC Fight Night, he lost a three-round unanimous decision to Jonathan Pierce in his debut in February of 2022. And he submitted Joshua Weems by Anaconda Choke. 407 of the second round, his last time out. UFC Fight Night in October of 2022. Christian Rodriguez taking on Raul Rosas Jr. at UFC 287 in Miami this weekend. Moving right along, let's take a look at the odds breakdown. The numbers, Raul Rosas Jr., Christian Rodriguez at Bantamweight, the main card opener, UFC 287 on the money line. The chalk is on Rosas Jr. at minus 225, plus 190 for Christian Rodriguez. You have got something to work with there if you like Rodriguez. The over, under two and a half rounds for Rosas to get the win, minus 105. Under two and a half for Rodriguez at minus 125. The odds to win by knockout are at plus 600 for Rosas and plus 800 for Rodriguez to win by submission, plus 165 for Rosas, plus 1100 for Rodriguez. So again, Rosas, the submission grappling expert and specialist. The odds to win by decision, plus 225 Rosas, plus 400 for Rodriguez, who is tough with a chin and can scrap with the best of them in there as well. So you're not looking at an easy time for Raul Rosas Jr. He's got one win by knockout, four by submission, 49% striking accuracy, 63% takedown accuracy. He lands 1.3 significant strikes per minute and absorbs less than one at 0.90. His takedown average per 15 minutes, 4.23. Submission average per 15, 2.54. Significant strike defense, 33%. Knockdown average, 0. Average fight time, 8 minutes and 52 seconds. His significant strikes by target, 74% to the head and 26% to the legs. Meanwhile... Christian Rodriguez last time out against Weems he got the submission win while well, Rosas did it against Perrin but when you're looking at Rodriguez three wins by knockout four by submission five first round finishes striking accuracy 41% takedown accuracy 50% significant strikes landed per minute 3.31 absorbed 2.43 takedown average per 1588 0.88. Submission average per 15, 1.76. His significant strike defense 56%. His takedown D is 57%. No knockdown average. Average fight time 11 minutes and 22 seconds. This one is not going longer than that. Rodriguez trying to put an O After that seven on Raul Rosas Jr., he's the more apt grappler. Rosas Jr. is more likely to score a takedown, more likely to finish those takedown attempts, more likely to create submission attempts from those takedown attempts. A much more skilled fighter than Rodriguez in his previous fight. Raul Rosas Jr. against Jay Perrin had the neck crank in round number one. Only threw eight strikes, Perrin. In that fight, Raul Rosas Jr. landed nine of the 14 strikes he threw And it gave him a ratio of over 50% in that fight, which is important for him. And in the end, those significant strikes led to a takedown attempt for him, which won him the fight. And again, Rodriguez took home the win over Joshua Weems, but he ended up connecting on 22 of 32 of his strikes in that fight, but it won't go that long in this one. Look, the value here, and again, we have our end of the week special where we look at the prop bets, but you're looking at Raul Rosas Jr., you're looking at him by submission, you're looking at it to end in the first round. This is a fight where he is being fed. Christian Rodriguez, who's a tough dude, I've watched him beat some very good fighters, but Raul Rosas Jr. is special, he's on his path to a championship. This one is not going the distance at bantamweight. That's all there is, fight fans. There is no more. Your fight stack preview of Holland and Ponzanibio of Rosas Jr. and Rodriguez. A stacked card for UFC 287 this week. Pajera Adesanya, Burns and Masvidal Font and Yanez. Of course, the undercard has Gastelum and Curtis at middleweight. Michelle Watterson Gomez and Loren Pinero. Women's strawweight as well. You get previews of all those fights, plus our end of the week update after weigh with the prop bets and the best odds value for you to get the action on the action at ufc 287 i'm jim grease g-r-i-e-s at jim grease underscore at Cageside side grease on social media i love you fight fans and i want to remind you as always to keep your game tight and your mind right baby i'm out waiting on a tax return hopefully it ends up in your hands fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30 percent in 2023 if you're in a bind this tax season LifeLock can help